side rows. Erica, Salda, the queen of teams. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. Tuesday. I think this is cute for a firstie, okay? But this yeah, is a whole hour set up our teen athletes and all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. And let's put our hands together. Yeah. Yay. yeah we're, all, we're all on the big screen together. We can all see each other. So it adds to the dimension that I've wanted um, since this outbreak has taken place because now I really do feel, um, I don't know, it's a lot more connected to all you guys. So thank you for your patience. And Dr. D, thanks for making this happen. And Dominique, you guys are all awesome. So you, you, you don't mind if I'm eating my breakfast while uh, we're doing the show? Well, I, I'm drinking right. my, I, I'm drinking out of my queen cup. See, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here at home in my home studio today. Yeah, nice. So this is all. Oh, look at that. That's perfect. I love it. Christine Marie with the uh, Egyptian, going Egyptian. And you keep on phasing in and out. So you're jumping from dem uh, uh, dimension to mention. I like it. It's the so. background that they're using. It's the background they're using. Uh, well, I think it's know. cool. I think I like it, though. I like it, too. It's one of your uh, paintings, huh, well, Erica? Yeah. They try to make it antibacterial. <laughs> 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 that was the inspiration. <laughs> so uh, I got I love you guys I miss everybody and, and, and the studio definitely makes it more but I think we figured it out now I like it this way too Ed how you doing I'm doing well yeah you <laughs> you know, I'm gonna uh, for my shout out w whenever we do those um, I will be uh, talking about the Elks Lodge nice okay uh, let's start it off then because we've got the whole um, first segment and what we've started doing is let's reach out to those essential workers if you've been touched mm -hmm. this week by anybody or anything let's share it um, I wanted to share something really fast. Um, what I've started doing and ba basically doing it with Emily at the last show really broke it right open. I kind of tested it out. Um, but the FaceTime, I call it the FaceTime, like I called it the Facebook. But the FaceTime, really, this is really what this is, right? Um, when yeah. you know people are really having a hard time with this and you don't judge them whatsoever, you love them, okay? But this is a tool that they can use to help them get out of any type of maybe not if they're not happy or if there's a little bit of sad and in my practice i have multiple generations so i have been getting the grandkids to reach out to the grandparents and doing facetime and you know grandparents have never done it before so and it's not part of their um, toolbox but let me tell you i had a client i'll say her name alice and she was basically in tears thanking me uh, for the experience that she had with her grandkid. And, and it, it's going to be one of those moments when the excitement and the joy and the happiness, you get so filled. It's such an exciting experience because you have to look at it. Our age community are really suffering and it's very hard for them. They don't know how to process this because they still, you know, they haven't been touched. And I, I'm in that because I, I went to college and I had a calculator and I took notes. There was no technology. There was no computers. So I get it. And I'm, I'm blessed that Dominique is as smart as she is with it. So, yeah, so I really encourage all of us this week and maybe next week you could say how you did the uh, shout out on the, um, you know, or, or educated somebody that the FaceTime is cool. So, anyway, that's my two cents. Ed, what's yours? For my shout out? Yeah, do you shout out? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to give my recognition to our local Elks Lodge. Um, the Elks are benevolent order and they've always been philanthropic but right now with the coronavirus the lodge is in lockdown uh, <laughs> had to cancel uh, most upcoming events uh, the fourth of july family day has been canceled we had a uh, an impromptu meeting for the 
committee for the uh, fundraiser for our local veterans, uh, Groovin' in the Grove, the car show and, and vintage motorcycle show. We all pretty much conceded that we had to cancel that. So there are still some elks that are uh, out there trying to do something. And uh, that is a group of ladies that are fabricating masks and they are donating those masks. In fact, today they're giving 60 of them to the Ohio Patrol Office for the officers and their families to use. Nice. So, uh, Very like nice. A shout out to those volunteers. They are Carol, Rosemary, Kathy, Sammy, Terry, Rebecca, and Susan. Good job, guys. Thank you, guys. Woo! Yeah. Yay. Nice. Very nice. Okay, Ava, Burford, how are you doing, my love? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Happy you. <laughs> Uh, Do you have anything that any any voice or wisdoms oh, yeah. or all right? Well, I can't wait. Okay. Um. So since my mom's the only one who's been doing the shopping, except my brother's been going to the fish store a lot. He's now breeding guppies, which is like very <laughs> odd because they're in my bathroom and I like see them while I shower and I'm like, why? And he's like, it's gonna be cool. And I'm like, okay. So he's gone to the fish store and apparently the fish store is like great. And he's like the only one who's been going in there. So like shout out to Petco. Um, nice. I wanted to shout out also Montecito Vons. My mom said every time she goes in there, which is probably three times a week because my brothers eat everything. <laughs> she said everyone is so helpful. Um, everyone's on it. It's clean. It's organized. It's efficient. And she hasn't had a bad experience in like since everything started happening. And it's just been since the beginning, one of the places where she knew every single time, like there wasn't going to be some, weird mishap and she just really appreciates them and how honest they are so nice good you. job Vonacito bonds way to be <laughs> all right hey we got sherry in the house and i feel like laughing right now so she can't not make me laugh i listen to dominique teach you braille every week and um and well first of all we got to say a big shout to your birthday you had a birthday so happy birthday to you it's awesome when you give us your leftovers that was really nice i it's all gone just by the way i ate it all i don't think it made it whole so um sherry how you doing today it's good i'm i'm, I'm good when you mentioned facetime it reminded me of my mother-in-law for the for the first time in her life got an iPad and got FaceTime and, and I heard her so clearly about a week ago. I'm like, holy hell, is she here? I'm like, I'm like, she's not supposed to be here till next year. <laughs> that is so bad. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not prepared for this yet. But um, a, a shout out, I, you know, I had this horrible crappy migraine thing and my gosh you know my my doctor figured out how to get on the phone with me and just bypass telehealth because i couldn't figure that thing out and you know her her assistant who was there was just fantastic and you really gotta you know they're 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 still working for us right you know and um and and dr roy was just fantastic with katie her her, uh, her assistant. Um, but something funny. So, you know, every night Martinez and I, my, my guide dog, we, we go in front of the house and we just sit there to get some air. And, and, you know, it's interesting to me because a lot of the members of the community, a lot of the, the, the parents, you know, because the kids are home and you hear all these kids now and all this and parents will come, come by me and they'll say, Hey, Hey, did you see my kid? I'm like, I see your kid. <laughs> How am I supposed to see your kid? 
And 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 they go, well, do you know where she's at? And I said, well, I heard her. She, I, I heard her. She's down to the left. And, and and she's like, how do you know it's my kid? I said, because she's the loud one. She's to the left. You can't miss her. And and I feel like putting a putting an entrepreneur tip jar by my chair and my kids and said. Five bucks for where's your kid? No, make make you know, make some money during this time. Now that's what I call an entrepreneurial venture. Very good, there Sherry. There you go. Good don't, job, don't Sherry. You, don't you think so? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, it's not a job that I'd want to do, but uh, you're you're well suited for it, apparently. Yeah. Nice. I guess Excellent. So. I mean, Excellent. I guess so. Yeah, Mona, do you have anything? I want to give a shout out to Westmont College campus pastor, Scott Lasea. Um, He organized a uh, collection among our faculty and staff for the food bank. And uh, if we couldn't go there, there were students coming to get the food from us. Uh, I also also want to give a shout out to the class of 2020. our graduation would have been a few weeks ago, and of course, we couldn't hold it on campus. We are still planning on doing something when we're all able to gather again safely, um, but we were able to send them all care packages and special alumni packages and host a virtual concert with two well-known um, Christian musicians. Nice. Woo, I knew that nice coming around the bend. This this soon, I always say to everybody, this soon will pass. And we got a couple of minutes left. What do you got to say? Yes. Well, I would like to give a shout out. Actually, my guest who is sitting over here, guest Quinn Rowland is a MTD bus driver. And so wow. all those bus drivers who have been driving around town from the very beginning, I would like to give a shout out to all of them. Do you want to come and and uh, yeah, I mean, working their butts off out there. So I'd like to introduce this, this man, very, very dear friend of mine, very giving, <laughs> humble human being. This is Quinn Rowland. And I'm Hi. so excited to have Quinn's service. And so Quinn, would you like to, to say anything? Is there anybody you want to give? We're giving shouts out to anybody. Is there anything? Yeah. No, we're going to do. We've got a couple more people because I want to listen to, because uh, we've got Dominique and we've got um, Christine Marie. So let's go to a little break. Okay. And then we'll get right over to that. Okay. Looking forward to it. This is Eric Casalda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right. So we, we just left off with Emily. And I want Emily to, if you just joined us, Emily is introducing uh, a guest, MTD driver. Emily, why don't you start from the beginning again, and we'll just lead right into it. Fantastic. Well, okay. I'm so happy to be here today with all of you. What a blessing. What a blessing this show is to our world global community. And I'm so grateful to be sitting next to this man right now. Quinn Rowland is an MTD bus driver. And these bus drivers have been driving since the very beginning of the pandemic, all taking people where they needed to go, risking their lives, right, and putting themselves out there. This is an amazing human being. Very, very talented. He's a talented musician and um 
just an incredibly humble, uh, giving, generous human being. And I'm, I'm an, uh, just honored to be here with Quinn Rowland. And uh, you're going to hear a little bit more from him later. But is there anybody, Quinn, that you would like to shout out to? You're out there on the, the front line. Is there anybody in particular names? Um, no particular names. I wouldn't appreciate that. But um, I just everybody who came, you know, who first responders, of course, the, the paramedics, and just everybody say, okay, let's get through this together. You know, it's tough right now. And, uh, you know, I feel very humble by what you said. But that's another story. But uh, it's, been, it's been kind of tough, but we're getting through it. And it's coming around. So Nice. Well, we really honestly thank you so much as an essential worker for your service. We all here on Teen Sports Radio, News Press Radio, um, appreciate you and thank you. And um, most of all, we, we actually love all of you. So thank you so much. So we get back to you soon, though. Don't right. leave us. Sit right there. No. <laughs> don't, don't move. I don't know the story. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, hey, listen, I know the story. We can, okay. <laughs> All right, Christine Marie, do you have something? We got Dominique. Um, yeah, you know, I have um, had a P.O. box down at the Victoria Street Post Office for 20 years now. And they've always had wonderful postal workers. But the one who's been there for the last, I don't know, five years or so, her name is Lisa. And she is so kind and so pleasant and so wonderful. I was in there yesterday with my mother, and she was just so patient and pleasant and lovely. So I want to give a shout out to Lisa at the Victoria Street. By the way, Lisa is my niece-in-law. She's my wife's oh, nephew's wife. <laughs> wow. Nice. If you followed that, please tell me what I just said. <laughs> um, it's it's and, in the genes. And then also, I, what I wanted to shout out to was um, Trader Joe's. That The people, the workers at Trader Joe's, the employees there have from the very beginning been so on it and so pleasant about it and helped me and other people be pleasant as well. And I just want to shout that out because I feel that the kindness and the compassion that certain, you know, people show are so important. And um, I'm hearing now that, you know, I've heard two stories now about Vons, I think, um, from Vons and Trader Joe's have got it going on in terms of keeping it, you know, clean and pleasant. And, you know, so thank you for them. Mm. You know what I want to do, Dominique? I know you have an uh, essential story, but better than that, because um, you told me a story in the car. I'm praying to God that spirit is guiding you to remember the story you tell me, okay? <laughs> but you told me a story, and it was really powerful, <laughs> and I want to share that story. You know what story I'm talking about? I do, I do. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, good. Well, let's tell it, because we used to always have story time. Dominique used to have a section. And Dominique did like a little story. So let's do that story because I think it really is relevant of what's going on today. Okay. So um, there was a, a good friend who's a very good storyteller, and he was reminiscing about the beginning of the United States, the beginning of America, and that back uh, when we first <laughs> colonized the East Coast, we had to have adventurers who traveled to the West Coast. And how'd they do it? They freaking put things into covered wagons and they walked. And there were times where they had to, you know, hack through bramble and um, and some of them uh, came up against the Grand Canyon and had to go around the Grand Canyon. So there's so many things that have happened uh, in regards to how this country came together. But taking that pathway from the east coast to the west coast west coast was arduous and 
you would have someone, you know, hopefully when you decided to do it, the person who took you had been there before, you had maps, he, he knew the way to do it. And so you put all your belongings into the covered wagon and you walk. Well, what happens if some of those people along the way, all of a sudden on the road, you meet strangers and these strangers, they're dressed differently. They don't have any dirt on them. They look all relaxed and, and not stressed out about anything. And you talk to them and ask them questions and they, and they say, oh, yeah, well, there's another way to go. There's another road just around the bend here. You know, we can take you there. It's a much easier road. But you're the person in charge of your caravan. He's got his map and he's got his way of doing it. And he's like, no, if you deviate from the path that I have set before us, there's dangers out there and, and you may not survive. So, you know, you, you have to follow what I've done before because I know I can get you there safely. Well, eventually some of the people are like, well, hmm, I'm kind of curious. I want to know what these other people know. So they go follow the strangers. And lo and behold, there's this big, beautiful freeway. And it's <laughs> crazy to go from the East Coast. There's a train, a train. <laughs> and, and, and it's like there's all this improved technology. And so then the people are all excited and they try to go back to the people at the caravan and nobody believes them. Nobody, you know, wants to risk losing their life to maybe take another path. And um, it's analogous to what's happening with the whole world right now. We've been presented with the, the fact is we've been going about our life in a certain way. We've been following a certain path. Mm -hmm. And now we're kind of being shook to the core and we have to reevaluate and let go of some of the things that we call normal and try to find a different path <laughs> to have a harmonious life. And that takes courage and it takes a willingness to try something new. And it also takes a recognition that the fear is just saying you need more information. So go get that information and dream a new world into being and find a new way of being. There's my story. Dominique, that was, yeah, was that was that was a good one. Now I want to get follow up from our, you know, people that are good at following up on these things. That would be Christine Maria and Emily, because they add that extra level to love. Go ahead. I just love that story, Dominique. I just love it. And in fact, it was funny because yesterday I was hiking and I was saying, we were talking about that same conversation, like the cover wagon thing. And I was like, you know what? I would just be a goner. If I had to <laughs> I would be a goner. But, but this time of life, I think, is a rebirthing. And it is such an important time where we've had this time to go within, to cultivate this inner landscape. And that when, as we are beginning to rebirth and open up, that hopefully we will have shifted our vibration and shifted our sense of what really matters in life. I am so grateful for this time uh, because it really puts you in touch with the most important things and people and relationships in your life. And so I hope that we don't forget what this was about. And I hope that it is really a rebirthing and that it's um, an opportunity to really expand with our mm -hmm. whole world, but also mm -hmm. to go deeper uh, to connect us to our essence, which is love. Right? Well said, Em. Awesome. Christine Marie. 
Well, it's also reminding me a bit of um, when John spoke about getting more information. Um, this this idea that um, that I learned when I was in my Waldorf teacher training about uh, for every point of occurrence that happens, there's a, pers a sphere of perspective around it. So it's something that looks this way. So from this side, it looks so scary, and or it looks this color or that color, but from this side, it looks a different color. There's no right or wrong. It's all around, and the more information we create, or we, we not create, the more information we again um, take in that's it we discover and the more people we talk to and we experience then we get a fuller picture of everything um there's also that, that idea of you know the 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 third the 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 uh the Last Supper and the 13 perspectives at that table, right? And so we need to gather at least 13 perspectives or 12 other perspectives before we really make a decision because it gives us more information. And, and, then, and, and then we can anchor it in this place of love instead of fear. So I think that's really, you know, this is what it's reminding me of right now. Like, let's, let's, let's reach out and talk to each other and find out, well, what's your experience? What's your experience? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and everyone has a different one for as many different people as there are. Yeah, that's why. Uh, Shows like this, I find is so important because we our our platform is love. Okay, that's what we do. We just we we're a community and we try to have a slice of every single piece of Santa Barbara. And there's no judgment. And we're trying. If there is a fear component, we're trying to give out that information to help you process. I mean, that's really what it's about. Let's take a little break. Right after we get back with these messages, we've got Ed Langlow with Only I'd Know. <laughs> This is the Santa Barbara Chin Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teens. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Ed Langlow in the house. Yeah. One of my favorite things. I'm going to, if I <laughs> pop off, I'm going to go fill up my coffee because you know how I am when you start speaking. Yeah, and then yeah, after you, you, do your, you do your deal, we'll mm -hmm. have a little, um, uh, everybody will be, be able to add to the story, Mona and uh, Dr. D and anybody else who wants to add. And then the next segment, we'll, we'll catch up with Emily and her wonderful guest. Ed, what's going on? Okay, if only I'd known this is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those listening into the show. Today's topic is inspiration. Uh, what is it that gives cause for inspiration? When we say someone is inspired to do great things, inspired by who or what? Maybe this person saw the moon landing in 69 and was inspired to become a pilot or an astronaut. Or they had the opportunity to visit the Sistine Chapel and were inspired to study painting and become a great painter became their life's ambition. Or maybe they didn't witness any great person do anything famous at all. Uh, maybe they witnessed a younger student fall flat on his face in his first track meet and limp off into the grass infield with his head down, and they were moved to run over and help dust him off and encourage the younger athlete to get back in the race, albeit without a chance of finishing anything but dead last. Uh, then felt motivated to coach that person on how to train for the next event. If only I had known when I was young how to find inspiration in failure. 
isn't it more critical that we learn to find inspiration in failure, even if it's our own, than uh, to be driven by someone else's success? Finding inspiration at any age, by any means, whether from a rousing success or a rousing failure, is valuable. A rousing failure, is that probably the English language? Well, it ought to be. Give this some thought. A good portion of our knowledge that, that we have is derived from failure. If you fail and you give some thought and try again and maybe fail again, look into it in a different way and try again, you may just learn 50 ways how not to do something. That's still knowledge. And then if you find the right combination, that's success. But if you walked away from that first failure, well, that's failure. If perseverance is a key to success, don't we have to be energized by setbacks rather than concede to failure as if it were inescapable? The next time you witness failure or have a brush with it yourself, turn your thoughts to what could be done time to make things work out. promise you this, if you learn to find inspiration in failure rather than succumb to it, you'll never need to know what it feels like to walk off the track with your head down. I'm Ed Langlow, and I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Nice. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Mona, do you want to add to that, Mona? I've always thought um, inspiration is uh, important. And uh, for me, trying to find God's will in your life uh, was a motivation. But learn, too, what God puts on your heart um, is motivation and fulfilling that. Um, is a way to find God's will. And I, but I'd also love um, your discussion of failure because there's mm-hmm. so much we can learn by taking risks and, and learning from the mistakes yeah. and failures. Mm-hmm. And find um, inspiration in those failures. That's, absolutely. That's something I think we all need to study and, and, and try to do. And yeah, I have something. You brought me right to... Um, when I was in high school, my sister, I was a younger sister, so I got to learn a lot from what my sister did and choose different paths. And when I was a sophomore, um, and she, she, did, she was two years ahead, she didn't graduate because of specific choices that she made. And that actually woke me up. I said, oh, wait, I want to graduate college, or I want to graduate high school, and I want to go to college. Mm-hmm. And then my junior year, I just worked mm-hmm. my butt off, you know, and I put in so much work that mm-hmm. that work helped me get the grades and make the contacts and relationships that brought me through to graduating and also to getting into, um, you know, school. I came to UC Santa Barbara, and um, mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. And so... I love my sister and I'm very grateful for her, you would call them failures, but for the feedback, they're also, it's also feedback that offered me. And I, um, I talk a lot about there is no failure, only feedback. I actually have a tarot card that speaks to that, right? No mm-hmm. failure, just feedback. And how do we take that feedback? Yeah, yeah. Emily. Inspiration in, in your sister's decisions that may not have been the best. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Emily, what do you say? I think that failure is such a wonderful thing because what it does is these opportunities and these dreams that we have, they come back again and again and again in different Mm -hmm. forms, 
right? Mm-hmm. It's a relationship. So mm-hmm. it's a contrasting experience in the moment, right? Baylor shows us a contrasting experience mm-hmm. in the moment, but it doesn't mean that it's not possible for us. And so mm-hmm. if you just, if you start to step back and see that as the observer, right? How you take it in internally, then you can put your excavation hat on and be like, oh, I think I, there might be another angle that I can approach this because if I'm hitting a wall head on, maybe I can get a ladder and I can climb up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's a door, right? Maybe mm-hmm. there's a freeway right by it. And so I think it's a wonderful opportunity because it doesn't mean that it's the end. Mm-hmm. It may mean that it's just a rebirth and it's right around the corner and we just need to give it some time and, and some passion. Our, our teens have to uh, metabolize that because, you know, you're going to get bumped into... Um, a lot of, uh, you know, things are just going to hit you from all sides. You're not going to be able to understand where it's coming from, process it. Your mind is still young, but you always have to. I've always been taught when the door slams right in front of me, I don't even give it any energy. I just look around. I look, there's something else that it, it's a dual effect. When one closes, something has to open. It's physics. Yeah. So spend your time looking around, the, you know, find the window, yeah. you know. So yeah. that's how I look at it. Dominique. Uh, I really appreciate Ed's previous story where he explained an event uh, has meaning that you, so with your failures, you give it the meaning of, hey, it's my inspiration for my next attempt. You were, yeah. you were cutting I out a little bit. Say, there. I don't know I if was, everyone else heard that, but yeah, yeah that's uh, nothing has any meaning except the meaning you give it. That's, and that's great advice for especially a younger person. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Just focus on that. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think one of the other lessons in all of that, too, is perseverance Mm -hmm. and grit and flexibility. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I really admire in this class of 2020 at Westmont was they had to learn to be flexible Mm -hmm. and persevere. Um, They were at Westmont through the mudslide, through the Thomas Fire evacuations. Mm -hmm. And then now this virus, when they had to finish um, the last two months of their classes online, um, and we weren't able to have all the the end-of-the-year celebrations or commencement, but Mm -hmm. they've certainly learned perseverance. Mm -hmm. Well, this could be, look at it like this. They're the pioneers, they're the frontiersmen. This could be the new normal because I could be on an overseas program if I was going to West Mountain 15 years from now, and I might be in Beijing graduating via Zoom. You know, you don't know, right? Because I think the whole scope of education is going to be changing. So, yeah. All right. So we have Emily and, and her guest right after these messages. <laughs> And this is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. That was very powerful, Ed. Thank you so much. I so enjoy your pieces every single week. But I didn't mean to cut off Christine Marie because well, we just ran out of time. Because we have to honor our community. A lot of people don't realize all of the thanks to Dr. D and his kindness and generosity. We have donated over 22,000 minutes over the last 10 years. So thank you, Dr. Wow. D. And if anybody, listens, if anybody listens to those commercials, they're, 
they're amazing. They're just not any commercial. They're amazing. So the one thing I wanted to do is I just texted and offered our new resident teen fisherman, teen athlete fisherman, Connor Street, um, a 30-second commercial. So he's going to be contacting us soon. And uh, they couldn't figure out, Dr. D, if you wanted a hat or a T-shirt. I said hat. I said 805 seafood hat. <laughs> you'll Absolutely. promote it. I mean, as I said it, and he promotes. So anyway, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. And again, um, he, he's gotten a lot of write-up in the paper, Bishop graduate, or I think 17. So I don't know if he's a junior or senior. Oh, my bad, but started his own fishing company. He was on the show last week. Uh, on the water, actually, uh, giving us a little fishing report. So that was kind of cute. I really appreciated that. Taking this situation and making it amazing is definitely a mentor to his generation. Also, two more things. Something's good organic. Carolyn Givens, thank you. I know they're getting really, really, really busy. Uh, but offering that service, uh, fresh, good, organic foods, we get a delivery every single week. It's fabulous. Um, Another one, real quick, Hertz, rent a car, Lisa Ballard Rosak, a really dear friend of mine. And um, she's actually uh, really uh, totally got a lot of extra inspiration during the FaceTime. She only FaceTimes people now. So that's really cool. So anybody else has anything else they want to share? That's great. Christine Marie, what do you got going? Oh, I just wanted to talk. I was still on that last conversation about when we hit walls. Because I remember when I was younger, I would be hitting a wall or I wouldn't know something and somebody who had more wisdom would say, well, just turn the corner. And what I understood, what I've came to understand is sometimes we have to wait for our own, in our own um, evolution of life and how things are happening where we will hit the wall until we get to the corner. So to have patience with ourselves, even when we're hitting a wall and to know that it will look easy for us because then once I would get to the corner, I'd be like, oh, it, is, it was so easy, but it, didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy before. So to mm-hmm. trust our process is what I wanted to say and to allow that, mm-hmm. that even, but not to stop, you know, trying to turn the corner, but mm-hmm. just to understand that sometimes we have to be at a certain, we have to get to the corner before we can turn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well said. Erica, okay. yes. you know, we have Laura on the line. Nice. And Let's see. I attempted an unmute. Let's Laura, are I'm you here. Yes, Yay! I am. <laughs> look at look at look at my joy. <laughs> From Italy, Hello. Bologna. Oh my God! I'm so happy. Oh. <laughs> How are Hi, you? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in oh. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have another section. So Em, just just hang out. When somebody flies in from Bologna, Italy, not that I am saying that in essential work, it doesn't trump Italy. Okay. <laughs> not saying that. Okay. But she is our team queen, you know, and she has been a co-host for I don't know four or five years. So talk to me, Laura. How are you holding up? What's going on in Italy? Well, so we're slowly reopening on the 18th, so next Monday, nice. and um. I mean, they have absurd rules for restaurants, bars, and all that. So a lot of people are actually not going to open, but mm-hmm. it is still good, you know, to be able to get out and, you know, walk around without getting fined for taking, like, for going for a walk. Oh, Because nice. um, that actually happened at one point. Like, we weren't allowed <laughs> to do that. Um, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, um, it's it's been getting better. People are getting more used to it and are trying to look at the bright side um, what a lot of people have been saying, especially to younger people that either graduated high school or are, you know, graduating university, they're like, you know, look at it this way. You didn't get trapped in the conventional way things go and then maybe wake up in 10 years saying, hey, this is not what I really wanted. 
you actually mm-hmm. have the time now to figure out mm-hmm. i don't know something you really like because there's nothing else to do other than what you really like uh, or finding a hobby or finding something you're good at or anything like that so you just must be just going crazy because you're good at everything i mean yeah. you can draw, you're like <laughs> there isn't anything this woman cannot do it's just amazing but more importantly laura you are a mentor to your generation so it's really important that you shine your light understand you need to shine your light and yeah. you know it's it's hard to do sometimes but you just need to be that uh voice because yeah. you know you're a queen so just remember that no yeah, pressure. Just, <laughs> no pressure. No, no. I mean, I've just been, I, I read this quote a, a week or two ago and it, it's kind of what I'm trying to live by right now, but it was something like what really matters isn't what happens to you. It's how you react to it happening. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm trying Absolutely. to do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to react to it positively because um, for example, CSU just announced that they're going to be online for fall quarter as well. I mean, fall semester as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of unknown things in the immediate future for me and a lot of people and like mm-hmm. everybody. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to be positive and, you know, either find something to sew or draw or paint or read. I've mm-hmm. read so many books. It's been insane. Yeah. Mm. Well, Mona's got the most uh, Italian DNA, so I'm sure she has something to talk to you about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that things are are, are um, going to be opening up in Italy. Um, it's been hard for a lot of people there. Yeah, I mean, it has been hard, especially because... Well, you I have don't. an announcement. You are coming back sooner than later. You were accepted. That's good oh, news. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was accepted to the MBA program that I applied to, so I'm very happy about nice. that. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where is that, Laura? Uh, San Diego. So Great. CSU. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm going. Very excited. Um, I'm hoping I'm coming back this fall, even though it's mm-hmm. online, because I'd really hate to have to wake up at 3.30 a.m. to tune in. To <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I'm even hoping think of that. Well, yeah, what that's what I'm worried right now? about. I know. Um, it's 10 p.m. almost here. Wow. Oh, okay. That's not bad. So, yeah, no, it's not that bad, but. I you wish know, you I, were online and show me a slice of pizza or something, you know what I mean? I wish I had a slice of pizza right now. <laughs> yeah, but I know you can make pizza. Yeah, yeah so good. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, no, but but it's been okay. And like I noticed, especially in a lot of my peers, they're starting to get more positive and nice. you know, getting more used to the idea of not knowing what's going to happen next. Because right. we all assume that we know what's going to happen, but really we never do. It's a false sense of security. Right. And now it's just, you know, yeah, you don't know and you just have to go with it and be okay yeah. with it. Dominic, you have a question? I know you always have questions. Oh, gosh. I just want to give a shout out to Matt. Give you guys a big hug. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, Emily, you have any questions? I just think that's what we need to do is we need to navigate the unknown and just keep a positive heart, openness, and be open to the adventure. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Ed, you got a question or a Dr. D? Well, I'm, I'm just curious about, you've obviously experienced the news media, both in Italy and the United States. Is yes. there any difference or do you see anything different in the way that they uh, televise the news in Italy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's huge differences. For one, what I noticed, um, especially at the beginning of the outbreak, um, it would literally be we would have a certain headline mm-hmm. of news. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, the U.S. would have it. And I'd be like, 
are the people not communicating with them about with each mm-hmm. other about this break uh, about this outbreak because it was information about the virus about how it spread and i was like we've known this for three weeks now why is the u.s just finding out now why is it just mm-hmm. now um on the media and uh, i mean there haven't been any protests against the lockdown like there's hasn't been as much conspiracy theories and all this stuff here um so that's the main thing that i noticed there's a lot of a lot more conspiracy theories in the u.s for sure um some of them very entertaining some of them i'm like <laughs> maybe they have a point <laughs> but, um, i just, I just actually, wondered if the sensationalism that that we see yes, here and verbally yes. that we see here is that it sounds like it's not really happening in italy the way it does here no the sensationalism is definitely not something happening around this at the moment mm-hmm. right um because i mean we did have a very very bad outbreak and they're saying that the reason why it might have hit us so hard is that we just had a more aggressive strain of the virus because mm-hmm. there's like 30 of them that they uh, identified at this point wow and yeah so it's there hasn't been that much sensationalism just out of respect to the people that actually have passed away from it mm-hmm. um, I, I think this runs along the lines of the Andromeda strain. This is this is an alien invasion from outer mm-hmm. space. That works with me. That works with me, D. Okay. Yeah. Dominic keeps shooting it. me with this thermometer, and I'm below. I'm always like, whatever. Ouch. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Don't so, bend well, over. That's it. Exactly. Really, right? <laughs> D. Careful. Take a little, yeah, exactly. You don't go there. Uh, let's take a little break. Sarah Casalda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more of D.B.'s messages. <laughs> And this is a Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Uh, how much more time do we got, D? I'm sorry, I, I screwed it all up. But is this the last one? I will let you. You've got four minutes, and now you're down to three minutes. In three, and then we're done. That's correct. Okay, got and it. then D- Dominique, you're going to need to send me the audio or the video link because I may be recording it, but I don't think it's going to go to my account. Okay, so you're going to need to send me a link. Three. Okay. Two, one, you're live. A- Emily Yurchison. All right, <laughs> finally. Oh, we always okay. save the best for last. Right. Look at okay. this. This is the best last, for last. Last but not least, we're going to do a little tribute. This is a song about overcoming that fear, shifting that vibration from fear into love. So this is called Love is All We Are. Are you ready? One, two, three, four. I'm gonna raise my bow, cut the clouds inside my many minds. Ooh, to try today to see things in a wiser way. Love is all we're here to be. Love is all we're here to be. And love will rock us free in its sweet harmony. In its sweet harmony. 
most generous soul that I've ever met. I'm just so grateful. So grateful for you all. Thank you. Hope that shifted our vibration. Anybody feeling fear? Just pick up an instrument. Start singing from your heart. It will shift your vibration, no doubt. We have our first gig on Friday at Mariposa Senior Center. They're opening the doors. We have to stand outside. They're going to be inside in the dining hall, but we're going to be able to connect with our beloved seniors. Nice. Baby steps, everybody. Baby, Baby steps. steps. <laughs> if you can't manage, you buy one meatball, you can go to Harry's and get a 16-ounce drink. And you know you can because we did it, okay? Good job. It's true. That's a jo- it took Vera, Dominic's mother, three days to drink it. Let me tell you. So. God bless Santa Barbara. See you next week. Be kind. <laughs> Tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, para 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 tu cuerpo alegría, Macar